Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. This is the Chasing the Tide Saltwater segment on the Palin Fin Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Come along for the saltwater shenanigans. All right, all right. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome in to the Chasing the Tide Saltwater segment here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. Tonight, we've got a special guest in the house, uh, Mr. Eugene Mora of SAKF, also known as San Antonio Kayak Fishing. It's a fishing club, a kayak fishing club out of San Antonio. So uh, stoked to have you on, man. What's going on, brother? Appreciate you guys having me on. It's uh, late notice. We we all got, you know, busy lives with work and <laughs> fishing, family, and got new dogs. So it's been good. It's been really been good, man. Yeah, busy, busy. <laughs> That's the key word, man. I I mean, I, I definitely I had a chance to get on the water today, so... Um, I was I was very fortunate to get out there and, and social distance out there on the on the bay systems here around my area get on some redfish and some trout have a good time on the water and then uh, I'll be going back to work Thursday but you know we're just uh, fortunate to have a job right now you know <laughs> I know a lot of people out there don't some 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 crazy times going on right now definitely uh, unprecedented waters right uncharted waters and kind of kind of scary on one hand but. You know, you got to count your blessings on the other because there's a lot of good things coming out of it. You know, you see people hanging out with their families a lot more during this yes. quarantine period or whatever, or, um, you know, stay at home, stay in place. Uh, yeah. It's been good in, in one sense, but I um, hope we can all kind of flatten that curve the way they're saying because right. uh, it's, it's a joke, man. It's a serious matter. Uh, and it's not just it is very, itself, very, it's, very it's, serious. You may come in contact with, so. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
cool deal, man. Well, uh, you know, I'm going to get you on here and, uh, and chat with you a little bit, you know, talk about uh, what got you into fishing and, and uh, you know, let everybody know what got you into this, this sport right here. I've been a long lifelong angler living in San Antonio forever. Um, well, San Antonio, Florida area, I've had plenty of opportunities to go fish and it was just the, uh, the way of life for me. You know, it was a lot of fun bank fishing mainly back in the day. Yep. Uh, but when I had the chance to jump into uh, bass boat tournaments with my buddies, I, I you know, dove head first and lost all my money in my account, you know, because that stuff is expensive. Oh, the yeah. Side is class, but the boater side is very, very pricey and uh, taxing on the pocket, to say the least. Um, so I did that from the age of like 16 to 20 something, you know, and then I got a hold mm -hmm. of cats. I heard about cats and kayak fishing tournaments. Yeah, that's that's the OG Texas Trail right there. <laughs> Picked it all off, and you know, uh, that was the the footstep into this what we are, what we have now. You know, it's a it's a lifestyle, and um, it's been a blessing because it's been a lot of fun. You get to hang out with new people all the time. You get to well, except for times like these, right? But typically, right, we get to hang out with new people. You get to experience things on the water that you can't experience anywhere else. You can't experience experience these things while you're waiting. You can't experience them on a boat. Uh, it's just it's a really cool way to kind of get in touch with with uh, Mother Nature and go out and hang on to some fish, if, you know, fluffy. So it's been a really cool deal. But yeah, definitely catch was a way to to get into the tournament scene and being a very competitive person uh, and an angler on the other hand was kind of cool to mesh those two together and have the yeah. angling and competitive the mix and it was just very addicting yes i i can i can second that thing you know uh addicting very very much so <laughs> it's, it's a good addiction you know you get you could have a whole lot other things going on worse things going on so kayak fishing is a very good addiction it's it's a way to get some exercise if you want to uh, i know the way kayaks are being built now it's a lot more efficient so it's yeah. a lot less workout but it's still a workout you know it's still getting out there and doing something for your cardio system you know yeah that's definitely it's just nice to get out on the water period i mean i can go out there and paddle around and check everything out and i mean if i don't bring home fish it's whatever you know i probably i'm probably 80 percent of the time i'm probably catching them and turning them loose <laughs> you know every now and then i want some fresh fish i'm gonna bring it home and i'm gonna i'm gonna clean them we're gonna either cook them that same day or the or the next evening you know i'll put them on ice and and uh and, and prepare them the next day I, I very rarely am i gonna put them in the freezer um something about them fish being fresh you know that just they they taste so much better nothing you know? like and i actually putting them on ice for 24 hours and cooking them the next day is it makes them taste even better something happens oh yeah yeah and it's such good uh good fresh fish eat sure. yep yeah i got some redfish on the half shelf for tomorrow night sitting in the the, the stainless bowl with the the in the little ziploc bags and covered them with ice and they're just they're chilling till tomorrow evening they're gonna firm up nice and good and and uh i'm gonna put them put them in some you know some some clarified butter some lemon some good seasonings and just we're going to sear them on one side and finish them in the oven. I, I'm not messing around with the grill tomorrow, but you know, I'll be I'll be chowing down on some of them tomorrow night. I, I like to 
I like those a lot. <laughs> we talking about food now. We, were... <laughs> we can go off on a tangent right quick because we both love oh, beef. Oh, I can. Beef. I can definitely do that. That's for sure. Well, hey, um, you know, you know, once you you branched over into this kayak world, um, what what led um you to starting this uh this group, this fishing group, San Antonio Kayak Fishing? So. I mean, San Antonio is a really, really big area. You know, there's thousands and thousands of people here. And uh, there was there was a few groups here and there that, you know, some of them tried to get started up. Some of them struggled. Some of them hung on a bit. But uh, we just wanted a group that was family-oriented about sharing the sport and sharing the knowledge, no drama. Um, and, and one of our phrases that I love to, to throw out there all the time is it's about the, the quality of people and not the quantity. So if we don't have a thousand people, I don't care. We have quality members, um, and, and then my, my goal was never to get big. It wasn't about getting the mass numbers. It was just getting yeah. the story out there, getting that avenue for someone to like, hey, you know what, let's check this out kind of thing. And um, it's, it's been, what, three years now, I guess, and we've got some really yeah. cool people behind us, and um, knock on wood, it's been pretty drama-free. Um, and it's yeah. another place for people to kind of go to they want some information on kayak fishing in the San Antonio area. Um, yeah. And... That being said, I mean, San Antonio is so close to the salt. We have a lot of anglers that cross over. They do salt one weekend and fresh the next. Mm-hmm. Um, that in itself is another pretty cool thing that not everybody has the opportunity to do. So, well, uh, another cool thing about there is those those two freshwater lakes that they stocked redfish in, also Bronick and, and Calveras, which is which is pretty neat too. They don't spawn, they don't reproduce when they're when they're stocked in, into those freshwater systems, but uh, they, they they get pretty big and they they get some with a, quite a few spots too. <laughs> yeah, um, I've heard of what last week people caught them thirty five inch fish, thirty five inch yeah. fish, and there's yeah. numbers in there, there's size in there, uh, but they do not taste nearly no. as good as the saltwater uh-uh. fish. So no, they uh, don't. They do not. Lakes are available here. I'm not a big fan of those lakes, but um, yeah, they are right. here. That's where I started fishing back in the day when it was yeah, you know to get in and, and that was cool but uh, I'm not a big fan of those lakes now because they charge so much they charge $17 for a kayak angler and his kayak to go fish that's that's how um, Coletto Creek is now $17 and I got a pass so that's that's the only reason it kind of balances out with the pass you know um, you know and that's the thing we're, we're supposed to be having tournaments right we're supposed to have the, the tournament this weekend on uh, on, on uh, Coletto it's supposed to be this weekend um with the southeast texas kayak bass league so and you were supposed to have uh, one on lake corpus christi um you know and that's the that's the cool thing about uh eugene about the trail uh series he would do with the, the sakf is it, it's a split trail um he, he'd have two freshwater events and two saltwater events and then you uh take your best three and uh have a angler of the year it was pretty cool um i think the first year I fished that. That was the first year um, you guys opened it up to people outside of San Antonio. Um, at first, it was just more like a core group for San Antonio, and the, y'all did a couple of events, and it was just for San Antonio anglers, right? And then you opened it up. Is that what it was? I'm trying to remember. We have we have like an open border policy. Uh, yeah. We haven't had any restrictions. If you can, if you're from any area you want to be from, you can come and fish with us. We never right. had. That's right. Okay. That was a rule. There, there are some groups that have that rule saying, "Hey, if you're not in our group, you can't fish our tournaments." 
Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a little restricting and a little yeah, a little too much, right? It's supposed to be about the camaraderie, about sharing the sport, and you're not really sharing the sport if you have that wall in between, you know, the tournament, um, you know, the tournament and the, the way to get in is you have to be a member. It's kind of, kind of, yeah. kind of productive there. So we've always been cool with having anybody from Austin, from San Marcos, from Victoria. Anybody can come and join <laughs> our group and, and fish with us. Yeah. Uh, because again, it is about the about the quantity or quality of people, and there's quality people everywhere. We want to get all the, the fun anglers and like-minded individuals to come hang out with us. And uh, yeah, we have never had any restrictions. Even you know, as far back as I can remember, it's been it's been pretty pretty straightforward that we can have anybody yeah. like to have in the group. So. They're 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 great events. You know, it's it's uh, you guys put in the work, man, with the sponsors and the. Um, the raffle prizes, everything's always freak on point, man. It's like uh, uh, get some hot dogs and some chips, get some drinks. Every now and then, there's some uh, you get uh, the beer hooked up, got some cold beverages, you know. It's oh yeah. <laughs> we're fortunate to have some really quality, uh, I call them tier one sponsors. You know, Royal yes. Baden has been one of the biggest contributors, the biggest contributor without a doubt, uh, to the events. Uh, we had Cuban sausage this year, so we were going to have some awesome sausage wraps before this whole COVID outbreak, outbreak happened. Uh, yeah. But, uh, they, they actually reached out to me a few weeks ago before it all got serious and said, hey, whenever you want to pick back up, we're going to be right there for you. So uh, when this stuff does blow over, we're going to have, you know, one heck of a tournament. So we're looking for Oh, yeah. I'll be ready. Yeah. I'll be ready. I only got the – I missed a couple – I missed quite a few of them last year. Stuff didn't work out, you know, dates and – time off and all that i got i missed the saltwater ones last year i was kind of bummed out <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. It blows over by the time our saltwater events come up because the next two are supposed to be salt corpus christi and then rockport and those yeah. dates I, i'm not even going to get those dates out right now because who right knows we're gonna get that who out. knows yep exactly exactly age and there'll be information on the page when that comes available yeah I don't want to jump the gun and kind of put any dates out there because we never know. We don't know how long this is going to last, but we've got to, again, do our best to stay within the parameters that we're given. As much as I don't like them, as, like right now, they just shut down most of the waters here. Right, right. Waters, you know, so that kind of stinks, but what can we do? It does. Yeah, what can you do? You know, I'm, I'm fortunate they, we got some launches around here that are just kind of you know, grab and go off the side of the road. You know, they can't, they can't really shut those down. I mean, and as long as I'm away from people and you're keeping your distance and everything, it, it's good to go. It, it's, uh, you know, it's part of the exercising. You know, I'm, I'm getting on that water. I'm paddling. I'm pedaling. You know, uh, I'm clearing my mind. And that's the main thing. The main thing right now is not getting depressed over all this stuff. You know, that's. That's that's a big problem with some stuff going on, you know. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest problems that people aren't talking about. Um, it, it is what it is, you know. Well, I hate to say it is what it is. It it is a real threat, uh, yeah. and not many people talk about it. Um, but it is there, and and if you know, you know, someone dealing with that kind of stuff, the best thing to do is reach out and say, you know what, go with me, fish on the water, and yeah, see what this paddling and pedaling does for your your mind and your body. It is yes. unbelievable. Uh, and that's what kind of bugs me about this whole closing all the ramps in the area, because if you're using a boat ramp to launch your kayak, you don't really come into contact with anybody. You're right. loading, unloading for 5, 10, 15 minutes at most, and you're gone. There never right. is any contact with anyone, really. So no. that's why I kind of disagree with it. But 
hey, it's not my call. You know, we just got to follow those rules. Um, yeah. Not, not to break the rules because it'd be a poor example of, of kind of leadership. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I'm just, you know, with the getting everything back up on, on track with the tournaments and everything, you know, I'll be ready to go for that. You know, that's the cool thing about that, um, about the trail and the group is that, you know, there there's a diverse... Um, At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Group of anglers, you know, there, there, there's new, new newbies, there's people that, you know, are, are wanting to fish more tournaments and you got some more seasoned guys and, and you know, and the seasoned guys have no problem sharing, you know, tips and tactics and, 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 uh, and helping these guys out, you know, when, when the newbies ask questions and stuff and people want to ask, Hey, you know, help me out with this. I've never thrown this bait and this and that, and share some tips and that you, you got anything you want to hit on right now, as far as, uh, um, you know, about that, you know, how, how you feel about, you know, sharing the knowledge. Well, I mean, every, every event we have, we pretty much have a Friday night hangout and, um, that's been pretty pretty cool. Uh, not everybody gets to show yeah. up because of the scheduling and stuff, but it's always an open invite. We always have something on the grill, uh, and the grill is always hot, so you can always bring whatever you like. But we yeah. typically have drinks, you know, the adult beverages the night before because no one's driving, so it's safe. Uh, we 99% of the time we have Fireball. We have a handle of Fireball there. Uh, it's just kind of a thing that we've had since the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, Fireball is not a sponsor, but... We do uh, we do partake in a couple of those shots here and there. Oh yeah, uh, we do definitely share the knowledge. We do have anglers that come from the salt and go, you know back and forth. Like I said, we even had one angler, Tracy Deadman, from down in the valley who caught a bass with a popping cork. Yeah. Uh, one of the events. So that's yeah, at Choke at Choke Canyon, a uh, one of the Jack the 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 bonus event a, a couple years back. Yep, he sure did. <laughs> and we have anglers, anglers like yourself who do a lot of saltwater fishing who came into the, to the fresh game really strong and yeah. uh, oh thank you <laughs> shows at the top of the at the, at the end of the year at the top of the list as far as angler of the year standing so it's, it's kind of cool to be able to have that crossover um yeah advantage because not all not all groups can do that because of what right. their geographic the location are. yeah so, that's the coolest thing i thought you know about it was like man this this is what separates a the the trim the fat you know i'm trying to think of the right saying yeah. for it but you know you you got to be consistent and fresh and salt to, to take that you know you definitely do so yeah, you, don't you know any toes yeah you definitely want to just it it is the, the, the line in the sand to say say the least right yeah oh uh, yeah track your brain to to be able to put a put away uh you know a couple of what three out of four tournaments to, to win that thing yeah, yeah. um does take some skill. I mean, there's always a little bit of luck, right? But I, you got to have some skill. You got to have some knowledge on the water of, of especially tides and winds um, and kind of feeding patterns on the saltwater side of things. And then on the mm -hmm. freshwater side, of things, you got to know what time of year these fish are going to be doing what. Uh, yeah. If the fall are early in the year, are they going to be in the pre-spawn mode or spawn mode or post-spawn kind of thing? And where do I look for those? Do you want to look, you know, in the back of the pockets or the very front of the pockets or on points? 
Um, do you want to fish on deep, deep road beds, or you know, you got to put all these little puzzle pieces together uh, on the freshwater yeah. side. But again, when the saltwater tournaments come around, you've got to also be pretty in tune with those those happenings so you can be able yeah. to be at the top of the board. Yeah, and that's cool. The uh, the boundaries on those are usually pretty good and spread out, so you can have plenty of places to launch from and uh, plenty of water to cover. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, sometimes it depends on what area you're at, you know, them, 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 some of them guys might fish that area a little more, you know, there might be a little bit of an advantage, but, uh, you know, it's it, like you said, it can come down to luck sometimes and you just, them fish might not be where they left them and they moved, you know, that's the thing about redfish. They, they like to, they like to move around a little bit and push down different banks and push into different pockets and move around, you know, so, uh, Sometimes it might not be where you left them. <laughs> That's why we have those those boundaries so open, so that the local advantage isn't you know isn't always into play. You know, a, a, yeah. a factor. Now there it is an advantage no matter what. I mean, if you spend time on the water, you have an advantage, especially if it's in that particular area. But we open up those boundaries so if different wind directions come into play, you can have you know ramp A, B, or C, and you can choose. Hey, if the wind's coming yeah. out of the out of the south. A little too heavy. I'm gonna go hit this bank, or I'm gonna go hit that bank. Yeah. Uh, we typically do our check-ins at Roy's Bait and Tackle for the Corpus event in right. the morning. We, uh, I have my sidekick Diane. She kept, she helps everybody uh, get signed in and gets their ID taken care of and their their waiver signed, and off you go. You know, you are given a time to start fishing, and uh, we use Turning X now, which is huge. Yes. Turning X has been a really really big addition to the game. Uh, yes, it's it has. Still, it's still pretty new, and it's and it's. And it's like, I guess, existence, right? It's been a few years now, but uh, Dwayne Wally's got a really great thing going on. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes tournament angling and tournament judging, it's night and day difference. It's a lot faster. It's yes. a lot more transparent. And in this game, uh, especially in the state of Texas, where cheating in, in, in fishing tournaments is a, is a felony, right? You yeah, gotta, yeah. You got to have this, as clear a line as possible. You want to make right. sure that everybody is, you know, running a, a, a true event. So, um I, I take great pride in that, that we always had, even, even before Attorney X, we had always run a really straight line tournament. Yes, yes. very much so. so. More so now with Attorney X, everybody can see every fish. Yes. So uh, it makes that a heck of a lot cooler. Um, I would like to get it to one day where we have a live leaderboard, where we have a TV screen, where we're hanging out and watching that stuff happen, you know. Oh, you yeah. On your phone, but I want to have it at the event. And uh, at the time of the weigh when it commences, I would like to have a screen there. We're showing the winners of first, second, third, and fourth, and, and so on. But, uh, yeah, yeah that, next thing, the way to go. that would be cool. That would be real cool. Yeah, I like that right there. So, hey, for anybody out there um, getting into this game and stuff, um, you know, talk a little about a bit about um, some, you know, how you set up your kayak um, on the saltwater side. Uh, oh. Tackle or, tackle organization and and. Uh, what's your go-to um, gear as far as that organizing things and, and and getting everything where you need it to be glad you said saltwater because if you said freshwater we could be here all night uh, yeah <laughs> my saltwater i will carry a lot less than i do in a bass tournament but i'll take three rods i'll have one rod with a topwater because you've got to have a designated topwater rod i will yes. have a spinning rod with something light because you can you run into heavy grass, you can run into different scenarios where you need to launch that bait a country mile, and uh, mm -hmm. you can do that with a spinning reel and light line. I'll have yes. that with a one-eighth ounce jig head, 
and either a um, a down south lure on there or a Caden mm-hmm. lure. Uh, those two have really great swimming actions, and I'll throw that bet on this rod number two. On rod number three, I'm going to have probably something like a like a spoon or something like a um, like a one minus, you know, something a little different in between. Yeah. Yeah, but again, that I take three because you never know if you can rent a heavy wind, heavy grass, uh, yes. heavy shell. So you got to have a little bit of everything, diversity-wise, right? Um, as yes. far as cat tackle, I take one Plano tackle box, thirty-six hundred. I'll have three or four topwater lures. I have a bone-colored spook. Uh, I have a bone-colored top dog, and I'll have the um, what's that color? Man, there's a funky color in the uh, in the Zero spook. It's like a gold with a red belly. Clown? I think it's a clown, right? Yeah. Clown and Spectrum. Spectrum. Spectrum has the black black dots on it, and it's kind of purple and blue on the top. That's a good one. Clown's a good one. That Spectrum is a color that not a lot of people like to mention, talk about, because it's a secret, you know? Yeah. Uh, It was that pink, that chrome or gold side and pink belly. Gold side pink, yes, yeah, chrome, chrome, uh, gold with pink, yeah, very. That's very good in the surf. Yeah. Uh, when those trout move in the surf a lot, when on calm days, do really well. That's all classic, so you can't go wrong with a glow chartreuse or a uh, yeah, a Texas roach and down south lures. I mean, you yeah. got some really awesome colors. Uh, I know I just got a whole bunch of Caden lures when I went to uh, the Houston fishing show. Yeah. Amazing colors. He had some colors in there that that I wanted yeah. to. See. That 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 black and silver with the with the chartreuse tail, and he's got that mahi color. It's like that short lime truce and blue blend. And then uh, he's got that uh, Tupelo honey. It's the bone and gold with glitter. Yeah, yeah. I fish I fish for Brandon. He he's a he's a good dude, man. Uh, Kaden is is hooks me up, and I've been running that. Uh, that's what I was running today. I was running a Redfish Magic with a little eight ounce jig head with that Tupelo honey colored. Um, soft plastic and uh, burning it across the mud flats. And I caught some solid redfish on that today. Uh, had one color there that, that was, uh, it was pretty much like a clear color. It was almost translucent. And yes. That, man, that thing, it looks like nothing, right? But that thing in the water is unbelievable. Oh, uh, yeah. Lakes, lakes like here in Travis or um, going up like this little Central Texas lakes. Yeah. That hammer some fish. Oh, that'll hammer some bass too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that definitely would, and that's what I was talking about. Because man, I want to get it, my hands on some of these clear ones, and I'm gonna have to put an order in for those because he didn't have very many at the show. But yeah, uh, yeah really solid, soft plastic. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, he has the 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 Magna models that, that got a little more beef to them, you know. And uh, I throw them on a real light jig head in the like a sixteenth ounce belly weighted jig head over the grass, and uh. Man, the redfish just hammer that thing. It just swims good. It's got a good little wobble to it. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely stoked on those, man. Um, you know they work great as 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 chatterbait trailers and everything too. <laughs> you want something a little subtle, you know? It, it, it's the ticket, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I enjoy it. Yeah, so yeah, so you only take one small box, huh? One small uh, box. On that third rod, I'm gonna have like uh, I'm gonna have either a one minus on there. Or I can tie on a um, God dog. What's the name of that spoon? The Nacho, Nacho Daddies. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, 
I showed some people some of them are like, man, what is that? I was like, that's money. That's money right there. That's an acrylic uh, resin poured spoon with a rattle in it. And, and they are they are money in the grass. Money. They they don't they don't sink fast. They flutter. They flutter down real easy. And the redfish cannot stand them. There's a bone colored one that's got some red glitter in it. They just hammer that thing. Got a watermelon red one that I that I stole, man. I think is sweet. Oh yeah, the well, I got one of those, and the and then there's one uh, that root beer colored with a gold flake. They like that one a lot too. Yeah, he's he's got some good colors, man. I I was stoked to to get some of those and 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 use them. Um, you know that that cor couple couple years back that Corpus Christi event. Um, I got second in that one. Yeah, I, one of my one of my redfish came off of that bone nacho daddy spoon. And one came off top water. There's something so, about that resin style pour that he does that just makes that thing. It just it just it dances. It dances so good, man. Flutters like whatever it does. It's just it's very um, convincing to those fish. But yes, yeah, that's it is. The three rods I would take with that one tackle box. Um, definitely a net when you when you're fishing tournaments. Yes. Fishing for food, you want to have a net, right? A floating net. Yeah. Um, on my kayak, I will have a. Um, Anchor trolley, the Yak Attack anchor trolley, that thing is spot on because you can anchor from one point and you can cover, a, what, 180 degrees pretty much. Yes. Um, before you have to pick up and move. I like that a lot. Um, and then an anchor. you got to have an anchor because you never know how bad that wind's going to be. Yes. So that's pretty much all I take. I don't even take a graph. I never, ever take a graph when I go saltwater fishing. I probably should, yeah. right, but I don't. Uh, as much as I love to graph, I never use it when I'm yeah. salt. Well, the only time I use it is um... – in the winter, if I'm fishing deeper um, reefs and structure, or if I'm in, like, say, Baffin Bay area and I'm fishing, uh, looking for the rocks on the side scan and picking up fish there, I'll I use my side scan down there. It's a it's a game changer. Like, <laughs> definitely. Baffin Bay, when you're looking for rocks, you throw that side scan on, you drop it to 60 yards, and you can cover an area. Oh you yeah. Can, can, depending on what unit you have, you can shoot side scan. 300 feet on each side of your kayak, but there's no need yeah. to go that far. Uh, no, I run always, about 60. Yeah, 40 and 60. Yeah. Way to go is go 60. Um, yep. Because you probably don't want really, to, you probably can't really cast that far beyond 60 yeah. accurately. Um, and right. I always just side scan it, mark it, and go right back to it. Yeah. Um, definitely playing, playing the side scan game is huge, but I haven't really spent time in Baffin Bay, so I haven't had the need for it. Yeah. Uh, I, I do need to spend more time down there, but. I just am so busy here with the San Antonio kayak fishing thing and skin tournaments together. Yes. It kind of takes away from my fishing time, actually. Um, people don't think right. it takes that, that much time, but it takes some time to just make sure things are running smoothly, make sure sponsors aren't falling off the end, you know, because oh, if, yeah. if you don't keep up with them, they're not going to remember about you because they've got other businesses to, to attend to, right? So you got to keep the lines of communication open, and, and that takes a lot of time out of the day, surprisingly. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, well, being on saltwater, what's your what's your favorite fish to target on on the salt side of things? You know, and redfish has got to be the best. They just they yeah. bite so well, they taste great, uh, yeah. and they love topwaters. Yeah, redfish. I know that my least favorite is probably flounder because I don't catch very many of them. Oh yeah, but they are. I mean, of course, you got to go with top three: redfish, like a trout, flounder. But redfish would be my favorite just because. You cut them off the shell or off the backbone and leave it had the shell on, and it's just it's game over once you put it on the grill or in the oven. So I'd probably have to choose redfish. Um, 
most often than not, I'm catching skipjacks, <laughs> getting bluffs on skipjacks, uh, looking for the redfish. But that's just because I don't spend a whole, whole ton of time on the salt. I wish I could get away more often. But when I do have free time, I just go chase the green fish. You know, I'm always chasing bass. Yeah. Um, but I will get some more time this year, this season, to go hit the salt and spend some time down there just because I owe it to myself to do that. You know, I need to put some fish on the grill and, and in the fryer. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to doing that here coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, flounder, you, you – I don't – I don't – very rarely do I go out and just target somewhere for flounder. It, it's, you know, it, it's – With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's not something I do often. If I do it, it's in the fall, and and I need a good, a higher tide and a good drain, and a good low tide, a good tidal pool, and I'll go hit those drains and kind of, Right every now and then, every now and then, I'll get in them. It'll funnel them out. They'll be sitting waiting on that bait to get funneled out of those little drain marsh drains, and I do pretty good. I got a couple areas I go hit up, but no, it's very rarely I'll go strictly target flounder. I'm I'm more of a chasing uh, big trout. I kind of that's my that's my vice on the saltwater. But um, you know the the redfish, the something about the way they come up and smash top water. Sometimes you know sometimes they just come up and just kind of tok 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 kind of pop at it, but the ones, the bigger fish lately have been just smoking it. I mean, it's down in their crusher. They're just like, bam! They are just yeah. annihilating it. I've been okay. throwing a big, um, the uh, the the snakehead. My buddy Chris makes them and paints them custom colors, and he he's been doing them real good. And then I I, I actually got some of the one of the six cents mag dogs. It's giant. And they, uh, man, that thing's so loud. So when you get a lot of chop on that water, I'll upsize and throw one of them. It's a, it's a three hook, kind of like a super spook, just a little bit bigger. Man, they crush that thing too. It just gets a lot of noise and just surface commotion whenever you got a little bigger chop on the water. So you need something to reach out and, and talk to them, you know. <laughs> you gotta open up that bite window. Yes. So you, you had fished some, uh, some offshore stuff too. You had a, you had gone over to Florida a few times. You you, you did the Bahamas too for the extreme uh, kayak series and everything over there. Tell tell us a little bit about that. Extreme kayak series was awesome. Joe Hetzer puts it on. He still does it. He has a selfish smackdown twice a year. Yes. He's got the, um, the summer slam twice a year. He's got um, now the peacock. Or he's got some exotic species going on too. He's he's matching oh, cool. out. But uh, yeah, him and his team got a really great thing going on and. We got we got hooked up with them when we went to when we went to the Bahamas here what three years ago, about three and a half years ago I guess. Yeah. It was just it was unbelievable. It was a cool setup. Uh, the Bahamas wasn't ready for the Extreme Kayak Tournament Series. Let me tell you what, uh, we had <laughs> we had just got beat up pretty well by a hurricane maybe a year or two before, and they were barely yeah. getting back on their feet. So a lot of the island was just kind of like closed off, but yeah. uh, the the island we had access to was really really cool. Uh, the people were great. The food was good. The fishing was off because the weather was off. I mean, right. it's just, it's it was super windy on that one, right? 
Yeah, you couldn't pick. You know how it is. You can't pick your weather yeah. when you go fishing. You gotta right. go with what's given to you. And we made it work. I mean, it was a different kind of offshore. Here in Texas, yeah. we've got we've got breakers out. You know, three or four sets of breakers, and then you're gone. You're clear. Well, out there, you have multiple sets of breakers because you have multiple reefs. reefs you could yeah. have you could have breakers. I mean, three four hundred yards out. Yeah. And, uh, it's it's pretty eerie, but it's very cool once you get the hang of it, and you can kind of traverse them a little better because you can yeah. use that reef as a break as well. Yes. Uh, so it's really cool, and the opportunity to fish water that was six, seven, eight hundred feet deep was was different, right? Because here in Texas, right. you can see six, seven hundred feet in kayaks. Um, no. We had to paddle for days, or pedal for days. <laughs> yeah, we'd be we'd be around the clock getting out there to the you know flower gardens or somewhere out there. You know that'd be crazy. Um, so we, yeah, you, uh, you actually got, uh, did pretty good one year over there out of Pompano, huh? You got a, got a pretty good size Wahoo, didn't you? My first year there, actually, I got a really good Wahoo bite. And, uh, actually, man, I had one that I brought in. It was, what, 49 pounds. And I had, uh, I had hooked up with another Wahoo earlier and it fought the same way this one did. And it was probably the same size. Uh, it just came unpinned. Yeah, uh, it was it was a big fish, and, and there was no there's no two doubts about it. When you when you hook a wahoo, you know it. Cause you it, you know it for sure. It just burns. It, it drags screaming like, shoot. I mean, it's gone. That's one of the fastest fish in the water. <laughs> the cool thing about that wahoo is when they finally gutted it, the the guy who cleaned it for me, because I didn't want to clean that giant fish. I didn't have the knives for it. Yeah. Right? So I paid a guy twenty bucks to do it. He said, yeah, I told you ten bucks, man. I, I gave him a twenty. Yeah. He cut the belly open and this this bonita popped out of there a little bonita um, bullet bonita yeah it was probably about 16 inches long and it was cut yeah. in four pieces and it looked like you had got a fillet knife and cut it he said you see that fish he put it all together he's like that was done by the wahoo he'll come and cut them in half and eat them in pieces but they're coming so fast and their teeth are so sharp it's like a razor blade wow them. it was pretty wild but yeah that's what they huh. eat down there, and there was a whole bunch of them there was a whole oh bunch yeah of them at one time yeah yeah, that's a pretty cool event down there. I'd I'd love to go fish one of them, one of these days, uh, and get over there when we get everything back to normal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Diane and I have talked about it. Well, we we want to go back for sure. We do. Yeah. Go back. So what what else you did you get on some other some big kingfish down there or uh, any dorado any mahi? And I wasn't fortunate enough to get on anything else but that. that oh yeah. Uh, that wahoo. Let me hang on. Let me plug in my computer. It's gonna die on me. Uh oh. <laughs> let, me, let me plug in real quick. Hang on one second. Yeah. Let me get my boy. He he's taking a get a little technical break here. He's <laughs> gonna get his computer, his laptop plugged in before it dies on him. So we good to go. I I got some filler in there. It's all part of it. It's all good. Um, yeah, man. Actually, that pumping over it. It was just. It was just that wahoo, those two wahoo bites, one that I got in, and some other, I forgot what else I caught, some other small fish. But um, yeah, it was, it was super clear water. Uh, the current there is, is definitely different, different than the yeah. current we have in the Texas area. So, oh, yeah. Really I made sure I downsized my line because I knew that it was just that clear. These fish could yeah. so well. Right. They're heavily pressured down here. Like bass are pressured up here, and our redfish yeah. are pressured in the coast. Man, yeah, they're always fishing down there. So these they're always down there. Like yeah, there's some, there's some solid guys. There's some solid uh, kayak charters down there. That deep blue kayak charters, and then 
Uh, Brian Nelly has that pushing waters down there. They they do some good work down there too, man. Uh, they get on some fish down there, for sure. They they um, sun down there and they know what they're doing. They are good at it. And uh, yeah. That See, that's the thing. It's it's different than Texas, though. You know, we got, you know, we got the near shore rigs we can get out to and fish structure, and all that. But they got, I mean, there you get out there and you got access to the deep water and it, it gets, uh, you hit that blue water a lot quicker over there, and uh, you know, you get all them the big mamas coming in. <laughs> I was, when, I, when that fish hit, I was sitting in six hundred and twenty-eight feet of water. Dang. I definitely saw water of the, over a thousand feet there, which is incredible. Yeah, that's insane on a kayak. <laughs> yeah, I was freaked out, man. I, could, I took a picture of my graph, but my graph had never seen a thousand feet. But uh, it was really cool. There's different wrecks out there, the different reefs. Um, yeah. And you just pretty much you just troll live goggle eye. Right. Or you can jig. I tried jigging for a while, but the goggle eye is where it was at. As long as you kept them yeah. alive, they were good to go. They're pretty yeah. hardy fish. And I had a really short wire leader that I made up myself with a number four um, finger hook from uh, owner. Yeah. Number four treble hook on the backside of that of that uh, goggle line, and it was just that was a ticket because it was just enough leader to be safe. But right. Much to where the fish would see it. See it. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was, it was the, the key there to getting that fish in because they have razor sharp teeth. Oh yeah. Uh, I actually yep. had a video of him when I was trying to get, I missed the first gaff because he just shot right by me like a bullet. They were super fast. And he came up, when he oh. came up, he kind of like, it was weird. Like, you know how you get a board and you can, like a surfboard and you throw it on the water? And it was Yeah, just, skip, uh-huh, slide. He did. He did right above the water line, right below the water line, right below my kayak. And I missed that first gaff. So oh, man. I, I didn't lose him, man. It was, yeah, you're lucky you didn't hit the line, you know, yeah. Yeah, we got a, uh, a little crazy story, a little get sidetracked, but... Um, one of the guides, um, uh, my buddy owns a, a surf camp down in Nicaragua called Safari Charters. Uh, he's from originally from Florida. He's super cool, super cool guy, Lance Moss and his wife, Kristen, uh, they, they got a camp down there. And what they do is they, they take you out in the boats and you fish and then they take you, take you by boat to all the surf breaks and everything. But, uh, one of the guides down there, a local kid, Norlin, um, he actually had, uh, they had just gaffed a bought a 60 pound wahoo put it in the boat it came off the gaff and it actually you know you know they like to snap and it it it, it bit through his achilles tendon oh, man. that's why yeah yeah that's that's how sharp those things teeth are and that's how just fast they are i mean it just bam you know so yeah he he he, he got surgery he fully recovered he's surfing and still rips you know and all that good stuff but I just thought, you know, you're talking about how fast those things are and how, you know, razor sharp your teeth are. I was like, yeah, man, that that was insane. I I wasn't there when it happened, but you know, we we heard we heard, you know, from my buddy Lance and everything, all that went down, and it, it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, he's got a good thing down there. I said, man, you need to get a fleet of kayaks and, and start running that too, because uh, you know that that's something. You know, speaking of that, I, I bucket lit bucket list trip. Uh, on the kayak, man, I definitely want to do something down there, Nicaragua or Panama. Um, yeah, man, Los Buzos would be something, something I'd definitely like to, like to, like to go dabble in that one. <laughs> that's that's on every kayak angler's bucket list is fishing Los Buzos. It's just unbelievable. Um, Robert Field does a lot of videoing down there, and he has just made that place look like, I mean, just the ultimate kayak fishing yeah. adventure. Well, look, they were just in New Zealand, and it looked 
you know, one of our one of our Texas guys, Todd uh, Johnson, was down there, and um, he used it over there with uh, with the whole crew with Marty from Burley Pro. Marty, I'm I'm still waiting on you to come on here. <laughs> Freaking legend, hooking it up with the safety uh, shields and everything, pretty cool. And uh, yeah, man, that's 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 a good deal he's got going on, helping out with the medical field and and everything with the PPE and stuff. So. Yeah, man, but that, that that trip looked epic with the big uh, yellowtail kingfish and a big snapper they had over there, and and uh, you know they Robert's got a good thing going on, and um, you know so that that's that's cool. That, that's like a bucket list too. They, you know you lit you you're on the you're on the mothership boat and you're you're living on that, and and while you're on the water you're launching a kayak and you you're 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 mobile so you can like go around the different sides of the island and find it where it's protected and get away from the swell if you need to. Uh, but they, yeah, they were, uh, Oh, Brooks Beatty was on that trip and he, he was catching some, some giant, the, the, they're like a sea brim, but it's, they caught, there's some kind of snapper over there in, in New Zealand. He was catching them on a chatterbait. He caught some pretty good ones on a chatterbait in the, in the wash off of the rocks. When the, when the swells would come in and wash, he'd rip them and rip the chatterbaits out of there and they were slamming it. So, yeah, yeah, you, you can, yeah, I catch redfish on them too. It's definitely no secret about that. Uh, they, they they catch fish no matter where you go. <laughs> so where would you like to go? You got anywhere off of the wall you'd like to go take a trip to? I'm pretty fortunate, man. The Bahamas was a pretty cool trip. I, yeah. I uh, it wasn't one of those things that was on my list, but, heck, if I could take the you know, shot and I did, it was really cool. It was worth it. But, yeah, those Luzos, again, would have to be it. That, that New Zealand trip looks pretty insane. Um, yeah, those two, definitely. Those two would be, you know, the top of the list. I know that we want to take a trip to, that Yan and I want to take a trip to Panama. And right. if we go down there pretty soon, I'd like to hook up with a, with a crew down there and go do some offshore kayak fishing in Panama, which would be really cool. Yeah, um, definitely. Really well, shoot, man. That's what I'm talking about. I... Panama looks sweet to me. There's so many different species down there. It's insane. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is that there's just no kayaks down there. Not like there is here. If right. You have a little bit of money and you can start yourself a kayak fleet and a little charter business, it'd be unbelievable. Well, that's what they did at Los Buzos with Adam Fisk and uh, running that thing down there. They got a good uh, a good kitchen out, put some good food out, and, and they take care of you. Uh, they got rods and tackle there if you don't want to bring your own and set you up on Hobies or Jackson's. We got a fleet of Jackson's down there too. So, uh, man, there's some good stuff going on in the kayak world, you know, so be, be stoked when we get moved ahead of this COVID-19, uh, crap going on and, and we can, uh, move forward and start getting these events again, you know, cause I, I'll be stoked on that, man. I'll, I'm stoked to get the, the, these events going again. You know, that's, that's all part of it. The camaraderie and the, hanging out with everybody and the feel good times, you know, catch some fish, have a good time, man. I miss I, that right now. Kayak <laughs> fishing is alive and well. And uh, as soon as the stuff, like you said, as soon as it blows over, it's going to be, it's going to be game be on. Be game on. Yes, sir. So, Hey, on that note, we're going to uh, give you the stage right now. Uh, you know, thanks. Thank your sponsors. Thank everything. You know, everybody, uh, Eugene's a wilderness uh, systems pro staff um, for, for quite a while now. And, uh, I'm going to let you shout out to some of your sponsors and give them some some thanks and props. Definitely, man. I appreciate you giving me the, the opportunity and the platform to do this. But, yeah, oh, yeah. I've been with Wilderness now for 
I think five years. I don't even remember now. I think five years. Uh, five, I started, yeah. I started out as an ambassador for them, and then I got invited to be on the team. So definitely Wilderness Systems. Uh, Roy's Bait and Tackle has been huge. Uh, yes. Low Rance is one of my newer sponsors. I've been with them for about two years now. Um, Burley Pro has been great. You know, Marty is he's a great guy. Yeah. He, you mentioned how he's doing the uh, the, new, the face shield, which yes, uh, that's unbelievable. He he was asked maybe one time, or you know, hey, can you make this stuff? And he's a genius. He made this yeah. come, come together and made it happen. Um, yeah. Man, who else? Gator Guards. Gator Guards has that new Gator Gator uh, Kill Protector. Yes. He's got a new size coming out. He's he's been doing some really great things too. Nick Barr, he has he was on the page with us this week. Actually, yes. he went live also. Yeah, he went live and, and had a little giveaway, a little good time. Yeah, oh yeah. And yeah, uh, you know, stinky Yak pants. Stinky pants. Yep. Yeah, Yak Attack has been been huge there. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Pretty darn close to being number one in the nation for kayak fishing accessories, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the, the front runner there. Uh, and I'm very fortunate to be, to be associated with them as well. Uh, Onyx Outdoors. Onyx Outdoors makes these awesome yes. PLEs that are suspender style or fanny pack style. Um, they've got the awesome Thunder Rage bibs out and the jacket. They've got the uh, yes. different colors available now, so that's pretty darn slick. Um, I'm pretty much that's about. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention also Sea Level. Sea Level Level Apparel. Yes. Uh, Brandon does a really great job of doing his e-commerce sales and, and staying afloat doing that. He's doing really well. It's a brand that's growing. Um, yes. And it's there's no end in sight for him as long as he just keeps trucking forward through this COVID stuff. Like everybody else, you know, everyone is trying to get over it. Yes. Right. I yeah, I like his stuff. He's, he's, he's got some good-looking stuff, man. And just like I said, you know, uh, Roy's, big thanks to Roy's for, for the work they do for for SAKF, for their events. You know, I'm an admin on the group page. Uh, you added me a couple years back. I, I appreciate that and try to – we try to keep it positive and keep some content on there and kind of keep some member involvement and all that good stuff. So, you know, that's, that's the main thing just to keep it positive right now with these t tough times we're in, you know, and, and build each other about, you know, hold each other up, you know, in, in these times, you know, so man, that's a, that's a good deal, man. I, I'm stoked you came on tonight, man. I appreciate you coming on and, uh, and chatting a little bit with me, man. Uh, you know, I had some, had been kind of hectic, and I was like, man, I'll call Eugene, try to get him on. <laughs> I, I would have been totally prepared, but I was building a fence. We just got these dogs now, and, uh, man, it's like overload now. i got to make sure to get everything tied down and locked up because these dogs are going to find a way out. They're little puppies, and you know how it is having pets. So. Oh, I saw the pictures, man. They're, they're cute little puppies, man. I know. It's, you know, don't let them sleep in the bed. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because cause then they'll be stuck in there like mine are. <laughs> <laughs> now, these are strictly outside dogs. I was already warned. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I was prepared enough, man. I wish I would have had some better content. but I was. Oh, no. Dude, we're good to go, man. This is, this is fly by the seat of the pants. <laughs> no, I think it, it, we're good, man. We all good. So, yeah, man, I want to say. Uh, big thanks to you. Big thanks to SAKF. You know, 
with the events. You do a fine job putting on the events, man, and you and Diane, and uh, I'm stoked, stoked to be part of it, you know. So I'm looking forward to getting through this mess, and we'll we'll get them rolling again and have some good times. And, uh, you know, once again, thanks again for coming on. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can uh, check these out on, on all your podcast platforms, anchor.com, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple, uh, all that good stuff, Stitcher, CastBox, all that good stuff. Uh, don't forget to like and rate these for us. Give us five stars or whatever you want to do. Hopefully you're enjoying this content, and we'll keep putting this out there for you. Thanks again, uh, Dustin from Chasing the Tide Saltwater Segment with the Paladin Fan Podcast Network. Blah, 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 blah. I'm stumbling. And uh, thanks again to Eugene Mora, SAKF, Wilderness Pro Staff, Yak Attack, uh, Roy Spade and Tackle, Sea Level, um, Onyx Outdoors, and Stinky Pants all the fine sponsors that help everything go on. So once again, thanks, Eugene, and uh, we'll see y'all next time. Thank you. Go check out the website, guys, paddle, the letter N and fin.com. Also check out YouTube, youtube.com forward slash paddle and fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media giveaways announcements things like that at facebook and instagram at paddle and finn shout out to our show supporters rocktown adventures leveling canoe and kayak hammer lures fish mob lures trc covers catch products go to catchproducts.com you can put the paddle and fin logo right on your catch board don't forget to go over and pick up your jig masters jigs Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the Recycled Plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammer Lures melts those down, makes new baits, and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.